everyone and welcome to the Style by Susie podcast. This is my first recording and I plan to do these on a weekly basis. Um, the podcast is going to cover a variety of subjects. I'm also hoping to have some guest speakers on, inspirational women who um, they work alongside me and they inspire me every day. So this podcast is going to be your place for inspiration, confidence and just generally learning some new things about style and different ways of thinking about your confidence and your image. So today's subject is called breaking free. Now what does this mean? Breaking free of the way people may view you but more importantly this is breaking free of how you see yourself. Now, when you become a mother or say you've gone through a big life change, say you you might have hit the menopause or something might have happened to you and it's caused you to lose confidence. You might have had an illness or perhaps you've put on weight or lost weight. So many things can make you really lose your confidence. It may be that you've never had any body confidence. So the, the longer this goes on, the harder it is to break free of those constraints. This is what causes women to um, sort of cover themselves up wearing black or grey. They don't want to wear colour because they don't want to draw attention to themselves. They don't want to wear pattern. They don't want to experiment with new trends and styles in case they're laughed at by by people or people will say to them, you know, "What, what on earth are you wearing? So there's a lot of fear that comes with with style. And I just want to talk through some of the factors that I have that I've learned and I've seen in my experience as a stylist for the last 4 years. So much of our confidence and self-esteem is tied up in learnt behavior and past experiences. I found that girls as young as 5 are worried about their weight and they long to be thinner. In a world of growing social media and the narcissistic selfie epidemic, It's worrying how young girls are already troubled about their appearance, especially the teenage girls that I've been meeting recently. I'm so glad that social media wasn't around when I was at school because I think it just would have destroyed me back then. It's it's so tough on girls now. You know, they have Instagram and where they, you know, when I was growing up, it was a case of comparing yourself to celebrities. And even then, the celebrities that I grew up with were the likes of the Spice Girls and Louise Redknapp, or Louise Nerding as she was called back then, um, who were relatively normal, you know, realistic, girl-next-door type women. Um, It wasn't the, the Victoria's Secret models that girls are looking up to now. And the worst part is, is that with social media and Instagram, is that girls are comparing themselves to girls their own age, girls at school who are in these heavily filtered photos. So it's just becoming much more tough on them. So there are some common contributing factors to a poor self body image. And these are some of the ones that I have found in my work. So the first one is um, learnt behaviour. So by learnt behaviour, This means you may have grown up with a mum who she might have constantly weighed herself, dieted, or spoke about her own body in a very negative way. 
When your role model speaks about her body in this way, it's ultimately going to become ingrained in you and be seen as normal. So this is why I encourage my clients to not speak about their bodies in a negative way in front of their, their sons and daughters because they do pick up on it. And it's amazing how that behavior carries on in future, particularly if you have a very emotional relationship with food, that can, that can really be passed down to your child. So another factor would be a lack of female role model. So this means that you may have grown up with brothers or as an only child with no one to guide you with experimenting with your style. Your mother may not have had a particular interest in makeup or shopping. So when you've reached adulthood, it can be hard to know where to start with discovering your style. And there's greater fear about trying new things. I was lucky growing up that I had um, a mum who was, I wouldn't say she was into clothes, but my mum is very well dressed. She looks after herself. She takes pride in her appearance. And that was that was great for me growing up with, with a mum like that, who was also loving and caring. I also have two older sisters and they were great because they quite often practiced things on me. So they'd experiment with makeup on me and my eldest sister used to highlight my hair as well. So I grew up with experimenting with style seen as the norm so I made lots of mistakes but it's easier to make those mistakes when you're a teenager rather than having the worry of doing that when you're in your 30s. So the other contributing factor to a poor self body image would be negative remarks in childhood. Now I have first-hand experience of this because I had a terrible problem with bullying at my school Bullies can destroy your self-confidence for many years and unfortunately the negative remarks stay with us for much longer than the positive ones. If someone at school said that you had chubby ankles or a mean family member commented about your arms, it's likely that those comments have stayed with you until this day. I think all of the, the body hang-ups that women have now, many of them do originate from back then. Um, I mean, I, I was teased at school about my teeth and my hair um, and it's quite ironic because I, my hair is naturally wavy and bushy and those that have met me will know this <laughs> my hair is out of control um, and I was quite often made fun of about my hair the girls used to sit behind me and they would just constantly constantly say things so as a result after school I just desperately wanted straight hair I would spend my time straightening the hell out of it and it was around the time of uh, friends as well so you had Jennifer Aniston with her poker straight hair so that was obviously the goal back then and it's so funny because now I'm I'm more body confident and confident in myself than I've ever been and I'm going to be 34 next month I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm I don't think I'm perfect I don't think I'm one of life's beauties, but I'm happy with how I look. I'm happy with my style. I'm happy with the fact that I'm a nice person and I, I, like, I like my body. It's not perfect, but I like it. And something that came with that was actually just letting my hair go natural. So after years of straightening it to conform to what the bully said years ago, I've just let it go. I've let it go wavy 
And I love the fact that it's so big and wavy now because it's me, it's a part of me. So, but you know, the, the, negative, the negative remarks about more personal things can really stay with you. So that can really, really impact your confidence. Another contributing factor to poor self-esteem would be body changes. So women go through many body changes. Having children changes your body, as does the menopause, stress, hormonal changes, thyroid changes, as well as yo-yo dieting, which eventually can really mess up your metabolism. If your body isn't how it once was, it can send you into an extended mourning period where you almost grieve for your former self. You put off buying yourself clothes or acknowledging your new body shape in the hope that your old self might return. And I see this so often with wardrobe decluttering, that feeling of, I can't get rid of it because I, I might fit into it one day, or um, I used to be a size 10, I've, I've got to keep hold of it. It's so negative because you're living in the now. You know, you're going to work now, you're going on the school run now, you're not living five years ago and you're not living in six months time. So it's so important to really try and embrace your body as it is now. But those body changes that we go through as women, they can really affect our confidence. And I'd say that's probably one of the biggest things that affects women. So the road to overcoming a negative self-image, this is the important thing. We all know that we can feel a bit rubbish, but how can we feel better about it? So the first point to remember is that your body frame will never change. Your weight may fluctuate and your dress size may fluctuate, but your frame and your build will never change. So for example, I'm a pear shape. I'm always going to be prone to carrying weight on my hips and it's just, I cannot get rid of it. It's, it's just my bone structure. I've got a bit of a tummy after having my child as well, but generally my actual frame is narrow on top and I carry my weight around my bottom. So this is the same whether I'm a size eight, which I've never been, <laughs> or a size 18. I'm always going to be that frame. And it's quite liberating because once you see your body as a frame, rather than a weight or a size, a number on a scale, or the sad step as Joe Wicks calls it, once you see your body as a frame, it becomes easier to understand it and how to accentuate the best parts of yourself. And this is how you learn how to dress your frame. The other positive thing you can do is get moving. Listen to your body. What does your body enjoy? You might love running. You might be more of a gym bunny. Or you might be someone that loves a group yoga class where you get to completely chill out. But getting active is so important for boosting your confidence. Plus, it'll make your skin glow, which is always fabulous. Exercise to have fun and de-stress rather than set it as a target for weight loss or dropping a dress size. You don't need that extra pressure on yourself. It's important to focus on the right exercise for your body and also what feels fun for you because you don't want it to become a chore. Your friend might love a Sunday morning run, but if you'd rather head to your local pool for 20 lengths on your own, then go and do that because your body as well as your soul will feel nourished. Another positive thing you can do for your, your body image is to surround yourself with positive influences. 
surround yourself with positivity. If there's a negative influence to your self-esteem, then it's worth assessing whether it's right for you in your life. The friends around us should lift us up and make us feel safe, loved and valued. If you're unsure of what your best assets are or what you look like from the outside, sometimes we're too close to ourselves, why don't you ask a trusted loved friend? You can do it by text if it makes you feel less uncomfortable. But when you see yourself as your friends and family see you, it's it's um, a really lovely feeling. And also be the positive influence. When you're with your children, talk about yourself in a positive way. Don't talk about diets, don't talk about food, food guilt around your children, and speak of yourself only in the highest form. Compliment your friends when they look good and be that pillar of confidence and positivity for everyone around you. Because what we reflect, we get back. And it makes you feel good when you know you're making someone happy. Next time you see someone looking good on the school run or when you're out and about, make sure you go up and tell them. It's the best feeling in getting a, um, getting a compliment, isn't it, girls? It just feels so amazing. I saw a girl yesterday on the school run who was wearing a lovely maxi skirt and I made sure that I ran up and told her. And uh, she didn't know who I was, didn't know I was a stylist, but I just went up and said, oh, I love your skirt today. And she looked genuinely chuffed. So, you know, a good compliment will last weeks with me. So <laughs> give it a go. It feels so good to share the love. Um, another thing you can do to help your confidence is don't wait for the scales to change. Do not punish yourself. If you're waiting for your jeans to fit or for your old weight to come back, you're just punishing yourself. Your wardrobe should be full of clothing that you can wear right now, not in 12 months time. If you do feel that you're going to lose weight and don't want to throw items away, then box them up or hang them at the very end of your wardrobe because it means you won't be looking at them every day, reminding yourself that you're not at that dress size. The same goes for maternity wear. A lot of my clients will hang on to maternity wear Either they'll still be wearing it, which is fine a few months after you've had your child and maybe your body shape isn't quite back to normal, or some form of normality, should I say. Um, But maternity wear can, again, be a little bit negative. Say, for example, you're trying for another baby and it's not happening or it's not happened. And just seeing that maternity wear, it's, it's quite depressing. So you don't have to get rid of it, put it in a box, put it in the loft, vacuum pack it, and just put it out of sight. But more than anything, with your self-confidence, you deserve to look good. More importantly, you deserve to feel good. Hiding yourself away is positively toxic to your self-esteem. So you need to take your finger off your pause button, girlies, and start that journey to loving yourself as you are now. So maybe if you get a quiet moment, have a little think about what you feel the, the things are that have been holding you back with your confidence, where you feel your body images have come from, whether it's learnt behaviour, something that happened at school or something more recent such as a body change. And have a think about the things that you can do for your body to really make you feel good because it's about nourishing your soul as much as it is about nourishing your body and looking good. So thank you for listening to my first podcast. That was really exciting. I really enjoyed doing that. 
Um, I'm sure they will improve over time. This is my first one, so bear with me. And uh, I hope it's not been too um, boring. <laughs> but thanks for listening. And if you want to come and join me on Facebook, come over to my Facebook page. So if you just type in Styled by Susie on Facebook, there'll be a link on my page to a, fi- a private Facebook community which is where I've got about 1,500 ladies at the moment and the number is rising every day. And it's just a really great place for clients and followers to share their outfits and I also share my style tips in there as well. It's completely safe. Um, any, any negative remarks are not tolerated, not allowed, and it's just a place of pure positivity. So come and join us because we'd love to see you there. If you'd be interested in booking my styling services, you can check out my website, which is www.styledbysusie.co.uk. And I cover everything from online styling. So if you live far away, I've styled clients in Germany, Australia, even Bermuda recently. Um, I do style sessions in the home, personal shopping, which is what I'd say I'm mostly busy doing in blue water and wardrobe decluttering. So come and check me out. And I look forward to having you and welcoming you on my next podcast. Thanks a lot, guys.